BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buffuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. All right, Caviar Dreamers, we are back. We are, we're back in the studio. We're back in the studio, I'm so excited. And we have a lot to discuss. We're gonna talk about branding, we're gonna talk about lucky girl syndrome. Yes, about manifesting, about acting on manifesting. Yes, because you know what? We're business light. And everybody who listens to us wants to hear about entrepreneurial stuff, doing things for themselves, being independent. You know, we're not clingy, hanging on women who could mooch off other people. That, I mean, listen, if someone wants, <laughs> if there is anyone out there who would like me to mooch off them, I would take that as a bonus at this point. I've been manifesting myself some nice gifts and stuff in the future. No, we, like, we love gifts. I'm not going to yeah. say we don't love a good gift, but the truth is we like to do things for ourselves. Yeah. You know, well, we grew up in an era of women singing about doing it for themselves. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Exactly. Know? We have very power players, the Spice Girls, girl power, you know, like. I know. And, and everyone's like, oh, you just work for the money because you need the money. Yes. My, it's nice to have money, but I work for my brain. I like to feel creative. You know, listen, I I like to travel. I like to take time off, but you're not going to see me at the country club playing tennis. I I suck at tennis, but that's not not my thing. I took off the month of September because I needed a mental break. I was out in the Hamptons the entire month of September. By the end of the month, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. What what was I doing all day? I mean, I can only do so much relaxing, enjoying, taking care of myself. There's only so many walks we could take. Yeah, there's only so much, you know, eating, shopping, mental health, taking care of days. Everybody needs those days, but I can't fill my days doing that. So I think today I want to talk about all of the other things that inspire people and what inspires us. Yes. yes. What the things we like to manifest and what we like to make happen for ourselves. Cause we're very similar. You're the younger, taller British version of me. But. Well, you're, you're the skinnier version than me right now. I'm very uh, depressed. Something's happening to me. It's definitely not drinking the soiree because that is low calorie people. But I do have one question for you before we go into all that. Let's say tomorrow you sold a brand for a billion dollars. Yes. And you could do anything. You could move anywhere. You could spend time anywhere. Do you think you would still? And we're talking a billion dollars here. Do you think you would still work? 
I would in some capacity. I would still work and do something in some capacity. I definitely would. I'd probably start another business. I need to keep busy. Listen, I don't think it's not about the money for me. It's about creating, doing something inspiring to myself. I don't, I get bored. I feel useless. I need to make my brain work. I'd like to come up with ideas. I'd like to see something grow. You know, a billion dollars is a lot of money. Obviously, we donate, do foundation. I wouldn't even move out of my crazy house. A, I love my house. I'd buy more houses. I mean, and I do pretty quickly. Yeah, I'd I'd travel more mm-hmm. and, and do things like that. A plane. I'd get a, a bigger. Yacht. I'd get a bigger fence. Yeah. <laughs> so people don't show up on my doorstep. But I would definitely have another business. I agree with that. I don't do well in moments of stillness. I don't do well sitting around waiting for things to happen. I always feel the need to take action. Sometimes I take too much action and I take on too much outside of even business. Like I'll always go over the top with kids' parties, favors, like birthday presents, you know, like I'll cram my days full that like it's almost impossible to function, but I don't do well in stillness. So I think even if I woke up with a billion dollars in my bank account tomorrow, I would still cram my days full of things that achievements, that I've achieved something in the day. I think that's something I'm very driven by, the feeling of checking things off a list and achieving things. I I feel the exact same way. I feel like if I don't achieve, and you know, maybe that's we're hard on ourselves, but I enjoy achieving things and, and creating. I mean, listen, we just came out with a new business. We did. And you guys might have heard it floating around. Yes. I mean, and it's not a shameless plug, but I just want to talk about it because we went into an industry we knew nothing about. Nothing. And I I, I really, nothing. I mean, and everybody knows, or maybe you don't know that I've had a business for 20 plus years, Macbeth Collection, Candy Couture, it's licensing. So we haven't owned anything you and I in a while. That's yes. licensed out as you're paid on royalty. And we do the design and our brand is out there so we could create different products. But Think of it like you go and buy a pair of, you know, like Michael Kors shoes or sunglasses at at even like a TJ Maxx. Those weren't designed by hand by Michael Kors. There's a big company that makes those sunglasses and the Michael Kors team approve it and it's sold to TJ Maxx. Under his his label and he has paid a, a percentage of that. And that's exactly what I have done because we designed prints and patterns for years. We're very colorful. And we had a brand way before I was ever on Housewives. But with that being said, you and I were always talking about that you're a cocktail queen. You love to drink. That I don't sure. drink. I'm a little mocktailer. You are the mocktail queen. The mocktail queen. I was always agitated. Like everyone's like, Marge, why don't you drink? It was it was obvious on the show I didn't drink. Everyone was always trying to get me to drink. We also felt so bad. Like we'd go out together and I'd be like, ooh, this sounds amazing. That blood orange jalapeno, da-da-da. Or they, and, you know, like passion fruit guava, da-da-da. And all those drinks sounded so amazing. And I was like, oh, can I have them virgin or something like that? And they're like, oh, we used a passion fruit infused alcohol or yes. something like that. And I was like, oh, that sucks. I could always get a virgin pina colada or something like that. But those are so fattening though, also. Like, I know. I'm very heavy. You can't drink a lot of those. No, you get so full just and from I one of those drink, frozen like, a drinks. A lot of margaritas. So I would always feel so mean if I was knocking them back and you're stuck sipping the same. Yeah, iced tea, iced tea, cranberry juice, and club soda. Everyone thought I had a UTI. Mm. 
I mean, that's a which is probably the case because I get a lot of those as well. Yeah, you're very prone to those. Very prone to UTIs. Very short urethra. Yes. Well, only thing short about me. Well, and my legs might be a little short too, but the urethra might go hand in hand. And also, you have an Italian husband. Italian husband, very which something's not short on him, <laughs> but that's hence the UTIs. <gasps> So we came up with a beverage. I was like, oh my God, we should come up with a great mocktail line that could also be used as a mixer. Yes. We decided the drink will never divide us. Never divide us. So we came out with soiree. We did. And here it is, soiree. Yeah. So we're sipping in soiree. And, but, I, you know, I'm not here to plug, you know, plug the beverage. Well, maybe a little bit. What? No, we are founders. Of we are company. founders. Women owned, 100%. Owned, yeah. We're, we're plugging the beverage. But also I wanted something that, was elevated, had elevated flavors that mixed together. But with that is we went into an industry that we knew nothing about. Yes. It was a very steep learning curve. And actually I read a quote recently that if you, it's a David Bowie quote, but the essence is if your feet aren't touching the surface and you feel like you're just floating on the water, like you're just keeping your head above water and your feet don't touch the ground, that's exactly where you want to be in life because you're being pushed to go further. And with soiree, there are many days that my feet do not touch the ground. Yes. I mean, we literally knew nothing about this business. So what, what I'm trying to say to everybody out there who's looking to start a business, don't be afraid. Like, I, you know, I don't know anything about this industry. How am I going to do it? We literally knew diddly squat. The only thing is we know how to have a drink. Well, also, I think it's really important if you do want to launch a brand, create a new product, as well as finding white space in mm-hmm. the market, if it's authentic to you, if it's authentic to your story, if it's something that you fully feel and believe in your soul, it will come naturally and the work won't feel like work. No. And we were very, very, I'm very passionate about it. We did focus groups. And I mean, did we make a few little blips along the way, a few little mistakes? Yes. You know, we probably are still going to make some mistakes. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think we nailed the packaging. Thank you, Lexi. Well, uh, it looks unbelievable. But our first go round of the packaging, like the we changed it a little bit. Yeah, the first go round did not work. It's funny. I kept four of those cans. Last week, I was throwing stuff out. I kept four of the old designs just for shits and giggles and really to remind myself that what you think is going to happen doesn't always happen and it can turn out much better. And I had to call in our old creative force, Ron, and say, listen, I'm stuck. I'm like really stuck here. I'm looking at a screen and it's not working. And he had to bring me back and say, think of all the designs you created, all the stuff we've done together. The principles are the same, like get back to your roots. And I think when you are creating something new, you get lost in the weeds. You overthink things. Take time out. Share with people. Ask people's advice. The more help that you get the better. It can help you see what was there all the time. It's absolutely true. The other thing I was going to say is just like, we didn't, we learned a lot about this business. We called in experts. We asked everybody we knew, don't be afraid to ask people for help. Yeah. Anybody I knew who knew anything about the beverage industry, I wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to tell them my idea. Oh, I'm afraid someone's going to steal it. Don't be like a nervous Nelly. No, because- You know, I think people are more willing to help than you- think they are. People get excited if you have a good idea. People are willing to put their their neck out for you. People want to see you succeed. Good people in your life. Definitely. And I will say, but it doesn't mean they're going to be unrealistic with you and blow smoke up your ass. Yeah. You don't want smoke blowers. I will say this beverage industry, pretty much every person we consulted with was like, okay, I'm just going to let you know, this is a wild ride. There are more 
new beverages created every day than you could imagine. And most of them fail. Yes. And beverage industry is a very rough industry. It's a bunch of cowboys, as I would say. Yeah, the Wild West. Very, very different than what we are used to. We've been around. Yeah, we've been around. We Yes, that's true also, we've but a, a little bit different. So we're, we're learning the ropes. So that's, I just want to talk about building a brand from scratch, which we have not done in a while, a brand new brand. Yeah. And investing money in it, taking a very big risk, a bev- going time, time, so much, time. T- so this much time like- and so much money. <laughs> That's well, what I look at. And things don't happen overnight. And I just want everyone to know, like Lexi said, be authentic when you're coming up with a brand. You no. have to be patient. You do. know that you're going to make mistakes. Things always cost more than you think they will. Yeah, there's always going to be surprises, lots of them, financial surprises, things that you didn't even think about that you wouldn't even know about that people don't always tell you. But there's always a solution. Like I never go into something thinking, all right, well, that's it. It's going to fail. It was funny when I was talking about this in therapy, my therapist said, okay, so like, what's the plan B? So I was talking about, I was very nervous. I was not sleeping. I was feeling anxious. You know, we were at a pivotal point. Things are not coming together. She said to me, okay, so what's the plan B? And I freaked. I was like, what do you mean plan B? There's no plan B. Like, this is it. Like, it's not going to not work out. I know. We met with someone the other day who we're doing business with. And and the the gentleman said to me, well, what's the plan B if we don't do this with you? I was like, well, there is no plan B. We'll just go, you know, well, we'll just go to someone else. So, you know, what do you think? You're the only game in town? I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not, I just feel like we're putting the positive vibes out there. Yes. We're not going to have any negativity towards this because you go down that rabbit hole and you're a naysayer you're starting on the wrong foot. And so I all, we want to talk about that also, Lexi, because you brought up something to me about lucky girl syndrome. Yeah, I just read it on Instagram, you know, where I get all my reliable news these days. <laughs> exactly. That's a, it's Instagram. a little frightening that we're getting all our reliable news on Instagram. Well, I pe- think people get reliable news from us too, and that's also frightening, but that's okay. I um, think we have a lot of good news. We Well, th- that's the thing. We do have a lot of good news because there's a new thing going around, a viral TikTok trend, which is ridiculous in itself, but it's about lucky girl syndrome. And I think that you and I have naturally always had lucky girl syndrome. Like I've survived some pretty tragic events, moved myself by myself to a new country and started a new life. But I always felt like I was so lucky. Like I wake up in the morning and I look at my life and I'm like, I'm really lucky. Even when really shitty things have happened, I have had a very very difficult marriage, which is now over. I still feel super lucky because I really try and find the positives in everything. And I think, well, I know you do. Yes. I think this, what you showed me about this lucky girl syndrome and I, and I want to have this woman on the podcast. Yes. And what I thought was very good, what she said is just like, and it's not toxic positivity. That's another fucking new buzzword, toxic positivity. I've had to apologize for that a few times. You know, you're trying to make someone feel better. I know it could come across as toxic positivity, but she was saying if something happens to yourself, so maybe don't say to other people, but something happens to yourself, like you found something that was missing for a long time, say, oh my God, say it out loud. I am so lucky. It trains your brain to think that you are very lucky. Yeah. So you don't have negative feelings. Or if something happened to you that 
you know, say you got lost and you wound up somewhere else that you were supposed to be and took you longer to get there. Oh my God, I'm so lucky. I might have avoided something bad that was going to happen. You know, it's about flipping the script in your own head. But say it out loud. And it really changes the way your brain thinks and really sees yourself as lucky. And it really does change your attitude. And I believe that because I always feel like I'm very lucky. I came home. I was just telling you in the car. It was very funny before you even brought that up to me. I was out with Joe and my stepson, Brett, his fiance. We had a beautiful brunch in the city. Then I had to go to my other son's apartment to have diarrhea. Love a good case. Love a, love a good case. The dies after I had my brunch. You know, most people think that's bad luck. They don't feel good. And then we had gone home. Joe went outside. It was raining. Then I sat on the sofa with a bowl of potato chips and I'm sitting there just with the dog. And I'm like, and I looked around. I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in my fabulous home. I had a beautiful morning with my family. I was like, I am the luckiest girl in the world. I'm with my little Super Mario husband who's out fixing his own car light because he can't understand why it's not turning on. The house isn't perfect in the back area. But, and I have so much work this week, but I was like, I feel so blessed and so lucky. I was just like, it's the simple things in life. I always feel lucky. I'm just like, I'm just so happy. I've had the same experience this weekend. I was sat by the pool yesterday. This was before Nino sat up in the bed and threw up all over me at 1.45 this morning. That wasn't such a lucky moment, but it's okay. I was lucky that I had clean sheets available. Yes. So I, I just purposed it. But I just, I have built a really nice life for myself and I'm so grateful for it. And I think being grateful helps also. Yes. And I do. And I feel like it's the small things that make me very happy. And I think people in general, I've seen they don't rejoice in these small things. It sounds absolutely insane. One of my dear friend's mothers died suddenly, and she was very healthy, though she was older, 87. And we went to a celebration of life. We didn't call it a shiva, but all our friends were together this weekend. And we felt lucky because we got to be together and enjoy ourselves, even though it was over someone's death. We each wrote each other beautiful notes and saying, what a great night. Because we yeah, feel lucky that we could be together and and that we all have so much love and in our friend circle and things like that. So I do believe in this lucky girl syndrome oh, of too. flipping the switch to yourself, to every day. And, and I do feel this way. Talk out loud about your gratitudes. Yes. Write them down. Oh, I write my gratitudes all the time. And I've started doing it with Nino too. At the end of the day, we were like little housewives fans. We do Rose and Thorn most nights. Oh, you do? Yeah. I love Nino that. And what is, what are Nino's rose and thorns? I'd like usually, to hear what a four-year-old's rose and thorns are. Usually rose and thorn is like, oh, you put a kinder egg in my seat when you picked me up from school. Or like, mommy, I'm so lucky. But some nights it'll really surprise me and they'll go, mommy, I'm so lucky because you love me. Oh, uh, like, what's his thorns? So I want to know what his Oh, his about. thorn is usually like, you suck. Uh, <laughs> now it's you suck assholes and balls. He's oh. really, yeah, yeah. I'm really, language, he behaves in school, thank God, but language we're dealing with at the moment. D's nuts, you suck assholes, suck my nuts and my balls. Yeah. Wow. We're really, we're really, we've come leaps and bounds at that. But usually his thorns are like, you said you would take me to the toy store and you didn't. You know, they're very juvenile. But it's Well, like, I mean, he is four. He is. Well, But he's such an advanced four-year-old emotionally. So I like to try to bring him up. But I do think it's really nice to start young with like looking at your day. And we talk about what you could do better tomorrow. Like if he hasn't had a good day or if he's stressed. Or like we have a lot of fights, like a married couple, because it is just us that live together. 
So we'd have a lot of fights and then like I'll go off in a mood and he'll come and apologize and say sorry. So sometimes we'll talk about that. And I think it's important to acknowledge with kids also those feelings and that you can move on and that you can have good and bad in every day and still wake up the next day and start a clean slate. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Didn't um, work I'm, in I'm, my marriage. What? Didn't work in my marriage. It didn't work Held marriage. horrible grudges. Yeah, I'm not, obviously, I am not a big grudge holder. No. I can move on from things. But sometimes, you know, certain people get very traumatized by bad behavior. So we can't fault them for that. But I, I have also realized as I got older, life is short and I don't want to dwell on things. And I do want to have more positivity. So I think this lucky girl syndrome is very important. I also want to focus on, which a lot of people don't believe in, but you and I both frequent this woman recently, Mary Ochino. We do. And she is a psychic medium. And, you know, she is very spiritual. And I'm I'm putting her name out there because it's very funny. You don't see her. You call her on the phone. She didn't know I was on TV. I got her from my good friend, Roseanne. Yes. Who told our Hungarian nail esthetician about her. And Monica now lives and swears by it. And she has done some crazy things for Monica too. And Mary used to have her own show. Yeah, on Sirius. So that's what I'm saying. She also makes you feel lucky. She's into this lucky girl type of thing and and manifesting and thinking positive thoughts. And I had the craziest appointment with her. Like, I'm speechless still. Absolutely speechless. You know, my father's name was John. Very common name, whatever. But literally, she said she calls upon the spirits and she meditates about you and calls upon the spirits. And she does this all over the phone, people. She doesn't see you. She doesn't know. know She knows your first name. Yes, but not like full name, age, where you live. That No, nothing like that. Just text her. You just text her. The way she's compensated, you Venmo her ahead of time. Yeah. So it's very It's simple. via phone. It could be Zoom. But she literally was so accurate. She said, there's a father figure here. So I assume it's your father. And he's showing me The Shining, the Stephen King movie. It's not because it's a hotel. It's not because it's in New England. He keeps showing me the bit where Stephen King goes, here's Johnny. I mean, it's so crazy. It was so crazy. And she's like, it's not because his initials are JC, like my daughter. He wants you to know it's very specific. It was crazy. And his initials are JC. They are. They're tattooed right on my arm. But she wouldn't know that because she doesn't really know who I am. But the whole thing, there was other things. She sang a song to me that happens to be my ringtone for one person when she was telling me about that person. It was creepy. But the whole point was, she told me amazing things that are going to happen to me in the next year. She laid out some incredible things. She said great things about soiree. But the minute I came off that, I didn't sit there and think, oh, let me go get a, a cookie and a cup of tea and like be so happy that that's going to happen. I thought, shit, let me call my therapist because there's a couple of things I need to line up to make all these good things happen. Let me like sit down, make another action plan around next steps for soiree. I put into action what needs to happen so the universe can give me that. I know. And I know this to people, this could sound very hokey or not possible. And maybe you don't believe in mediums and whatever that is. If you do call Mary, you will believe. I've Everybody we've referred her to, Dorinda, she would back it up. A lot of my personal friends have used her. It's it's very crazy. But she has said things right after my ex-husband had passed away. I had called her because I was suffering terribly. I could start crying about it now. 
and just things that that came through so I would know he was there that he had said he said he's with our dog and she said the name Tiki. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and she said what the dog looked like and just and she even oh, what was the radio catch oh, thing? Oh, Murray Decay. Murray Decay, yeah. Okay, no one knows who Murray Decay is. You guys are all too young to know who Murray Decay is. I don't know who he but is. But Jan would always talk about Murray Decay. And he was a DJ from a very long time ago before I was born. And she brought that up. And I have not heard that since Jan died and not since Jan and I were married. And she said that. And I almost freaked out. Um, it is weird. Because Murray Decay would always say swing and soiree. Swing it. And it was very, it was just very funny. But just certain things cleared my conscience. But also, again, it made me feel like what we're doing is right. Maybe maybe it eased my mind. And also to put things into play and made me think more positively that everything was going to be okay. You guys should call Mario Chino if you want to. Yes. I would love to have her on one yeah, day, truthfully. Should. I am going to have her on the podcast because she used to have her own show. She is extremely interesting and talented and we just adore her. But there's so many different aspects of life and being happy. I mean, sometimes it's chemical. People do suffer from depression. Yes. It is hard. You have to take care of your mental health, but you have to choose to be happy. So you have to choose to work, you know, on your mental health. If you have issues, please go to therapy, get medication, things like that. But also it's work. It doesn't come naturally to everybody. I understand that. Even myself, you know, I feel like I'm a very positive person, but there's days I get down. So I have to remind myself of things. I'm lucky manifesting happy thoughts, doing these things. It's not easy. Life, no. life is complicated now. Things have changed drastically. Yes. It's not simple. Life is very complicated. And I have had a lot of experience with people who have suffered with mental illness in their life. And that should be taken incredibly seriously. And there's no shame in, mm. in that game. You have to, I, no. you know, you have to take care of your mental health. That is so important. Because that's, I just don't want to simplify it saying like, oh, choose no. to be like all these things. No. I mean, exactly. we know it goes hand in hand with other things. We know that. Yes, but, it does. But I think since I was a little girl, I was always raised to be like, nothing, you won't make anything easier with a bad attitude. Yes, same thing. I agree. I always, always had a positive attitude. I was very glasses, you know, half full. Yes. And you and I, I think that's why we get along so well yeah. is, you know, lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, we pick ourselves up, we move on and we keep going and we support each other through the times where we can't. And there's been times where like I thought, oh, this is it. Like I don't, I give up. But it's funny also, this year has been a transformative year for me because sometimes I think my lucky girl syndrome has made me delusional and I've sometimes not laid foundations for things that now as a mother and an adult, which as you know, I tell you all the time, I don't always feel like an adult. And I always feel like I should, when I go to a wedding, you know, I'm invited to a wedding coming up and I have a plus one. I'm not taking a plus one. There's no point. But I also- Well, listen, you could take a plus one. I don't need a plus one. But it's like, because in my head, I feel like I'm sitting at the kid's table. I've said that too many times. Yes. I don't feel like a grown-up. Taylor Strecker said it too. I am 42 years old and I am always like, oh my God, I'm so lucky. I have this great life. I have a wonderful son. I'm so happy to do that. But I always feel like 
a little bit like, oh God, someone's going to find out I'm not the adult that they all think I am. And like, I think people look at me like the kid in the room. You know what I mean? But that's not, I, I think that's the way you feel about yourself. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, how did I get here? I'm like, I have a, a second husband. I'm married, you know, with grown adult children. I have a business. I'm on TV. How did all this happen? Yes. Like, where did I get here? You know, I look around. How is this my house? How is this my life? How is my mother, 76 years old? How you know, on TV. <laughs> yeah. How am I, how am I on TV? You know? How are you watching your own life play how, out in yes, front of the camera? Yes, it's absolute insanity. No, I know the feeling. And I think a lot of people feel that way. No, I chose to act differently this year. I am now like feeling lucky, but actioning things and saying like, okay, you're lucky now, but imagine how much lucky you will be if you did this work. If you didn't buy the shoes and saved some money, although I seem to buy the shoes. I'll tell you one place I'm not lucky. Where? The fucking weather. I hate the fucking weather. I think well, I don't think British any of us are lucky with shit. the weather. The British, I brought the British shitty weather attitude with me. Because you know, if you call a British person, the first thing they say is, how's the weather? Is that what they do? Oh my God, when you go on vacation, how's the weather? What's your weather today? You know, the first thing I do when I wake up, Alexa, what's the weather? Nino does it too. All about the weather. I bought new boots. I've wanted these boots from I Paris, know, Texas those... for years. I bought them. I saw those Paris, Texas boots. They you know, came right to the house. Four days. I've scheduled in my mind to wear those boots. Four days. They're very weather specific. Yet again, today, can't wear this the fucking is, boots. Listen, I know this weather is ruining everything. This weather is ruining my pool going in. It's like a mudslide in the back. They yeah. can't continue working. While, while this is going on. Well, the carriage house doesn't slide into the pool overnight. <laughs> I know. Your house is going to slide right into the pool. <laughs> but it's no, it, I'll take it. If the weather is where I am not lucky in the universe, then I don't give a fuck. That I'll take. I know. It's absolutely horrible. The weather's horrible. But we're lucky everywhere else. We are. Yes. And I mean, we're blessed. But also, I just want to say, it's luck, but it's also hard work. It it's is. a combo. Luck is hard work and determination come together and a good attitude. It is. And if you want to see the uh, fruits of our labor and you want to check out our hard work, go to drinksoiree.com. Give Drink Soiree a follow on Instagram because like everybody else, doesn't matter that you have a huge following. We yeah, have to build have a huge this one. from the ground yeah, up. Yeah, we're building something from the ground up. And if so, you guys want anybody else to come on our podcast that you want to hear, DM us. We're now on Dear Media. So yeah. we're super excited that we're back. Killing it. Killing the game. Killing the game. So thank you guys. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. For your loyalty. Yes. And your love. And all the love. We'll be coming back to you with a, a new episode. Hope you enjoyed this. Lucky girls. Stay lucky. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep, Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. dreamers.